Hi guys, welcome back to Between the Sessions. You're with your friend Hamish and your not friend yeah. Alex. <laughs> I was going to say that same joke. <laughs> We're like in sync. Right. We're in sync. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah, Alex is here. Um, we have a really special guest today. His name is Rob. Um, Rob has been a trainer with us for how long now? Two years come February. Wow. Jeez, that's gone. Wow, I just had a anniversary. You did? Oh, I mean, well, that's why we're here. Celebrating yes. Rob's anniversary <laughs> on Yay, the podcast uh, today. So Rob's been with us for two years. He has um, got a wide variety of experiences as a trainer, and we've had everybody on the podcast so far, so we really wanted to get Rob in. Oh, yeah. We have. Um, and talk to him because he's got a really special niche and a real important niche, I think. And so it'll be good to sort of chat to him about, yeah, his journey and how he became a personal trainer. Rob, how are you? I am fantastic. Thank how, you for having me. Well, it's, 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 it's long overdue, I think. Um, so it's, it's great to have you here and to learn a bit more about you. And it's like with every trainer that we have on, we always learn you know, something new or something more about them. So I'm yeah. looking forward yeah. to hearing about you. Um, Alex, do you want to say anything during this part um, or are you just going to no, keep quiet? As you... Oh, Good God. Luck don't just... fuck it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. This guy is, I don't even know. It should be just that. If, if we had a camera, like if we filmed these as well, I'd be the best part because I'm extremely attractive. But for this part right now, let's just go over to Rob. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Not too sure about where that came from. Um, yeah. Alex has more th- hair on his face than he does on the top of his head. I have more hair on my face than I do anywhere on my yeah, body. Actually, if you stripped you upside down, that would be a really cool kind of hairdo. You reckon? Because it like stands up on top. What are they top. called? The quaffs or something? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Moving on. Um, <laughs> the, the post-electroshock therapy patient. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what he looks like. <laughs> Uh, so Rob, um, let's let's talk about you. Tell tell me about your journey from you know um, deciding to become a personal trainer or why you started to get in it to start with, um, and t- until now and, and where you are with your with your business and with your clients. So okay, how did you talk to us about becoming a personal trainer for you? Right, well, when I first started. And well, when my interest started first in the industry, um, I was teaching karate at the time. Okay. Oh wow. How um, many How many years are we going back now? Oh, let me think. I did my cert three, and I think I finished my cert four in twenty eleven. Yeah. So it's been eight years. Okay. Cool. Since wow. Since then. Shit. Wow. Um. So at that time, I was still. I just finished a media arts degree at, uh, at uni. Mm. That never really went anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but also been teaching karate um, for a few years at that time. Mm. Um, I started that several years before that. Um, some of my high school friends had joined a, a local club and then they got me to come along with them. Cool. So, oh, that's cool. Enjoyed that, stuck yeah. with it for a few years, started teaching uh, a few years after that, after I'd gotten a bit more experience. So this is like strict karate, or is it a form of karate, or are you a black belt, are you like a ninja warrior, uh, what, is, what is your status? I've been called a ninja before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I almost gotten up to black. I think I was like one grading beforehand, okay. like brown okay. with two stripes. Okay, cool. Um, before I stopped training. Yeah. Um, and that was mainly just due to scheduling. Okay. Like all the instructors training fell outside of normal nine to five business hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And when you're a PT, that's your peak time. Yeah, so spot on. Yeah, it's a very it makes life. it a little bit difficult. It's but a very um, different life. Yeah. Yeah. So at the the time where I, I guess first started and where I first got interested, um, it had been about a year after I'd finished my uni degree. Yep. Um, spent about twelve months trying to get my foot in the door in that industry with not much success. So in, I thought, in PT. In, in fitness. Um, I was trying to get into sound production at the time. Oh, okay. So because of your arts degree. Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Good. So about in my second year, I decided I wanted to focus on sound production. So being a film and media based course, everyone wanted to be like the camera guy or the director. Yeah. No one wanted to be the sound guy. So that made my life easy. Okay. Cool. Like, I'll do it. No competition. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so about a year after that trying to get my foot in the door without much success. Yeah. Like I'd worked on a few other student projects, but because everyone was a poor uni student like me, they didn't pay. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, I love, love teaching karate. Maybe I can do something sports fitness related. Yeah. So at that point I went and did my cert three in fitness, yeah. um, started working in a gym in Preston. So were you, were you, were you at that point thinking I'm going to now make this a career or were you like the sound stuff is slow at the moment I'll do cert three and four because I like fitness and maybe I'll supplement my income or something like that like what or did you were like fitness is it well at first it was more of a way to bring in some more money at the time using something that I enjoyed yep yep um at that point, aside from karate, I wasn't really heavily into training. Yep. Um, after I did my Cert 3 and got a little bit more educated, um, I went started going to the gym, started lifting weights, um, eating a little bit better. Yep. Um, about a year after, actually not even a year after, about six months after I did my Cert 3, I did my Cert 4, um, and then started working in a different gym where soon after I was taken on board as a PT there as well as working the gym floor. Yeah. Um, and I've been at it ever since. Nice. That's cool. So that's been yeah. about seven years now. In the making. It's yeah. a completely yeah. different story to everyone else, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. everyone's yeah. got their own strange start. Well, not strange, but well, it's so different. It's, it's, so it's different. funny how I... I mean, this is just the guys that are here, I guess, yeah. but I, I haven't seen anyone like come straight out of school and go... I want to become a personal trainer. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to work that way. It tends Very to be, rarely. Doesn't it? Like, I think it's kind of like we all go, I'll get the degree. Like, you know, I've done a business commerce degree and I was meant to be in marketing yeah. and you know, you've done nothing, but, you know, Rob and others have done <laughs> other stuff. And well, very... I still remember, like, when I did my course, there was maybe, out of a group of maybe 16 of us, like, there was, like, one guy that was just out of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even in, when I did my course, it's, like, 10 plus years ago. Yeah. It, it was... <laughs> It's anyway, we'll just ignore we'll just ignore comments from uh, <laughs> that's Alex. Like, that's like the first one to come out. <laughs> <laughs> it actually probably was. <laughs> um, when I was in there, there was a, there was a whole bunch of really weird ass people in that group. Like everything from 
I, I don't know, just people that I wouldn't think would be personal trainers were in that group. Yeah. Um, not me, obviously. I wasn't yeah. one of those people that should have been in that group, but I was. I'm in, the one. I was the one. Um, I was the only one. But the rest of them was it was a it was a very interesting bunch of people, I think, and some were there because I wanted to know more about health and fitness and others were serious about making it into a career and, and all that. So yeah. yeah, it's uh it's it was an interesting sort of PT is a very interesting field, I think, about why people get in or get out mm. of it. So yeah, yeah, good. I was definitely not what you'd call athletic or sporty in mm. my mm. younger years. Yeah, right. Well okay. even up to my gosh early twenties. Yeah. So this is a big turnaround for you, like if you compared yourself to who you oh, yeah. have been in the past, like you would never yeah. turn around and go, yeah, I'm going to end up being a personal trainer. Like when I was business. younger, I would, like I played tennis during high school, but that was mm. about as far as my sports activities ever got. Yeah, yeah, right. Was that just so that you, because you had to play a sport in high school or did you just... Well, this was even, this was outside of school. This oh, okay. was like extracurricular. Yeah. Um, mm. I think at high school, our, our options were like, footy and softball yeah. yeah my ball handling skills are not that great yes <laughs> yeah yeah well at least compared to like back then anyway yeah yeah exactly yeah. um cool yeah um i think now we just talk about your niche more i want to go more specifically into this because i think this is a very interesting topic so with rob's clientele he mainly focuses i'm going to say this really so slow LGB oh my god L how do you say it LGBT LGBT I don't know why I can never say that really fast well that's the base yeah. one it's like that's the base what are we up to LGBTQI plus yeah it's like I don't know oh, I'm, I just I'm, knew the Q I didn't know there was more after oh that. there is a Q sorry oh we're slowly adding a whole alphabet don't uh, worry we'll get there it's, <laughs> it's, it's ever changing which is fine it's an evolution but it's LGBTQ is it or is it Q. just I think my QI at the moment. Okay. Plus. I just can't say it really fast because I get confused. Anyway, that's... Um, trainer to the gays, let's put it that trainer way. Trainer to the gays. Yeah, trainer to the stars. Robbie's trainer to the gays. So, um, yeah, so, so more specifically focusing on gay men and, yep. and training for them. So, um, so tell us about this. Tell us about um, your particular client. Um, I, I'm more interested in the um, the nuances or the differences maybe in styles of training or where, how you approach mm-hmm. training for these customers, clients. Um, I think we need, it's pretty obvious, like in, I think maybe in the past it's been very difficult for the this group to, you know, maybe go somewhere where they were comfortable or, or be comfortable with a trainer that, you know, understood that. Yeah. Um, like I think there'll be a lot of different things or um, restrictions maybe. I mean, you would know better. Um, to this this group and other groups that would be similar, kind of feeling like they weren't isolated or maybe not being part of the group. Like I remember working in fitness first, you know, and it being a very typical heterosexual, like it was a, mate, it was a mating ground, you know, yeah. girls on the treadmills and guys by the, the dumbbells yeah. trying yeah. to, you know, like that's kind of what was it, but it was all it was. And I'm sure it's different in different areas, different parts of Melbourne might be different, but that's kind of what I saw. Yeah. What's your take on it, and what have you seen for that um, for the industry? How has it got better or worse for the gay community and the larger? Well, I think it's very true. Like I've based on a number of the clients that I've trained in the past and their reasonings for at least initially coming to me. Yeah, some of them have felt just very uncomfortable going yeah. to the gym by themselves. Yeah, because they feel like or very uncomfortable unconfident around 
I guess some of the bigger guys in the gym. Yep. Or yep. they just they don't know what they're doing or they make feel like they might look out of place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's for trainers like us, I mean, the gym's our second home, so it's like yeah, coming in, coming into the gym is nothing. Yeah. But for someone who's never done that before or doesn't feel comfortable, it's a big step. Yeah. And I've found that having a also gay trainer in a space that's separate or very different from your typical commercial gym. Yeah. It makes making those first few steps a yeah. lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I think I think any guy from a guy's perspective that was stepping into a big gym with a bunch of big guys is intimidating as it is. Yeah. yeah. But do you think that there's an extra level added also being gay for these guys, C- considering the ah, oh, you know, the male chauvinistic dominant, you know, like you know, the, 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 the I think the, it would depend on the area or the homophobic type. Environment that you know you can sometimes find yourself in. Do you think that adds an extra has been an issue? It certainly doesn't help. Yeah, of um, yeah. yeah. I would say that it would vary from gym to gym yeah. and their kind of the demographic and culture. Like certainly there are um, some gyms that are definitely more oriented. heterosexual yeah. oriented. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I guess you'd be more likely to come across the I guess more homophobic comments yeah. or discrimination yeah 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 um but like even with more even in more affluent areas or more gay friendly areas yeah it can still be quite confronting going into those those spaces For sure. because gay culture being what it is there's that element of comparing yourself to other people yeah. there's especially some very gay heavy gyms um, mm. tend to have cruising problems. Mm-hmm. Um, What's cruising? Basically where guys will try and hook up. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Into like a, yeah. So bit of a, yeah. There, I've, I know fitness first in, um, Richmond. Yeah. Had a big issue with that when they I did. was, I've, when I was down I've that way. I've heard a lot of stories about, me too. About that place. And how like they really had to like bring in, the security to, to ensure that it didn't happen because it was just it was kind of running a mark out of control I've heard they put it. padlocks on the doors once yeah <laughs> I've heard I've heard it's just kind of crazy what's yeah, going on there yeah um, but certain, like certainly that can be an issue like mm. I guess for, for a lot of people like you want and do, and do you think they, like I mean is it I mean obviously there would be guys that would um, engage in that behaviour and yeah. that's fine and there might be a whole other group that just does not find that appealing at all and yeah. so that would you're saying would also be a big uh, turn off for them trying to go to a gym when they know that is kind of the atmosphere that they're around potentially yeah because yeah, okay. like if they're just of the mentality of I just want to go there work on myself and leave yeah. and not be hassled yeah yeah it can make things difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, but certainly, a friend. On the other hand, if you're open to that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. it's not much of an issue. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it yeah. just depends on what you're there for. Yeah, exactly like right. any other space. For sure. Um, but yeah, certainly, at least with the those clients that I've trained in the past who have not felt comfortable in those spaces, coming to me in somewhere like this where it's very open very inclusive yeah. it's not confronting at all it's, yeah. it makes that transition a lot easier especially yeah. when after training with me for some time they've then felt more confident yeah. to go out and train on their own energy yeah, that's awesome 
okay, I have these base skills. I know what I'm doing yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I can go in, smash it out, leave, do whatever, yeah, yeah. and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny because even with your clients, like just observing them from from afar, so to speak, how their personality comes out more and more the more that they're here. Like they might start yeah. off quite quiet, yeah. and then after a while, they've got these massive personalities and they, you know, hilarious and funny and all this type of stuff, and it really kind of shines. Uh, after a while, but they they definitely come in here very sort of quiet and you know yeah meek, it, you know I guess like any other thing, it sometimes takes a little while to come out of your shell, mm. and when you feel safe and comfortable in a space, that's when you can kind of just let go and yeah. be yourself. Yeah, which is something that I try to foster as much yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at least then like, it means I can focus on the client they can feel more comfortable they yeah. can grow yeah. as they want to yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it just it helps break down those barriers yeah. and any reservations that they might have around training or the space or yep. and, and I think that's such an important point and, and I think whether it's a, it's a gay client or heterosexual client or any other group you know making your clients feel supported and welcomed and safe in any mm-hmm. format or any space is vital to their transformation and we're all here about making people fitter and healthier and, and a better version of themselves and i think sometimes with with pt we can sort of be like how good's your deadlift how good's your squat you know yeah um is your, is your hand position in the right place are your legs you know tapering outwards like you know or where's your neck position and all, all these wonderful things is your core turned on yeah and really focus on the body and sometimes you can very easily forget that that body is an actual human being that has feelings and emotions and thoughts and yeah. fears and insecurities and, you know, that also needs to be a skill that's developed yeah, on how to make them feel good and ask them the right I questions. I think that's a really powerful role that some personal trainers might not understand is that you can bring someone out of their shell like that. Yeah. Like you're sort of like a bridge between them coming in super, like, low confidence mm. and then you allowing them to shine through yeah, you yeah yeah and, and that's the beautiful ability of being i think a coach you know yeah. if, I, if i think about the word of a coach i'm thinking of the mighty ducks did you ever remember watch the mighty ducks i don't remember it. oh god i did watched you? it i remember thank god I Rob. <laughs> thank god i was like oh my god i just pulled out a real old analogy <laughs> yeah. and i was just thinking about the mighty ducks and you know how they got everyone together it's like a hockey team yeah, yeah and they got them together to play and i was like we should start a group quack at some point <laughs> yes that's a great idea i like it see who see who who notices the reference <laughs> exactly we'll see who knows it um, yeah I don't no I'm just sitting there like okay, <laughs> okay. Doing? go home with tonight. watch the Mighty Ducks anyway I love that movie but it was it, it was about part of it learn, getting these kids to learn how to play hockey yeah but then also they'd come from broken families and there's a whole bunch of other issues in there and getting yeah. them to come together and unite as a team gives them like a platform yeah, yeah exactly so and I think that's the role we kind of play in these people, in many people's lives, our clients' lives, is as coach. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, I've had several sessions in the past where the training itself has been a secondary mm. afterthought. Yeah. It's like someone's come in and, like, they're either, like, really tired, really stressed. Mm. Something's clearly not right. And it's like, all right, let's do a warm-up. Let's keep it light. Yep. And, just and sometimes walk. those are the best sessions. And sometimes yeah. they are. Like, they'll... Yeah. That could be enough to turn things around. Yeah, that yeah. can be a breakthrough session. Yeah, 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 you're right. And all we may have done is a warm up and some push ups, and that's it. And a chat. Yeah. And a chat. And that will make more of a difference than doing an hour of deadlift. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think you're absolutely right. Um, awesome. That's really, really good. Finally, before we finish up, Rob, I just want to talk to you about being a gay trainer yourself and mm-hmm. has that, how's that journey been for you? Has it been no different or has it been, how has that been for you? Has it been things you've had to consider or what, what's, what's the experience been like for you being a gay trainer in this particular like fitness industry here in Australia? Um, predominantly it's been quite positive. Yeah. I've, I've considered myself quite lucky that I haven't had to deal with almost any homophobia. Yeah. At least none that I've ever yeah. witnessed yeah. personally. Um, I know a lot of people who have had to deal with that. So yeah, yeah. like I said, I count myself extremely lucky that awesome. I had not had to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but that being said as well, not the whole of my career has, I haven't been out the whole time. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I've only really, I've only been out in the past five years. Oh, wow. Okay. But I've been in the industry for eight. So you've seen, you've seen that transition then? Yeah. Where you've, you've come out and so was there any, how was that for you? Being, still being a trainer and then moving into that, was there a change? Was nothing changed? Like, I'm curious to understand that process. The only thing life. that I really noticed a change were some of the topics of conversation that I was oh, having really? with other trainers and yeah, members. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess when I first uh, came out to work, it was at a it was at a work Christmas party. Oh really? Um, one of one of the uh, female staff were was being particularly amorous. Yeah right. And I unfortunately had to let her l- know. Let her know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then another of the male trainers came up and he's like, "What happened? Did she have a boyfriend?" And I had to turn around and like, "No, I do." <laughs> wow. And. Yeah, like, but the response was really positive. Yeah. So I count myself very lucky for that. That's really nice. Um, to hear. And it's never really been an issue, Fantastic. especially, you know, my, my more recent workplaces. I mean, half the staff are gaining these days. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Oh, I think now it's just such a, a non-topic or a non-issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, gay clients, gay be. trainers, as it should be. Correct. Um, and look, I think we've had a big step forward with gay marriages and everything like that, and kind of setting it like we, we should have done this that a long time ago so it's fantastic so i think i think we're definitely all in a better place i mean i'm not you know so it's, you would know more than what i would um but i i think it has been hard like i have a gay brother so i i've seen him struggle as as he's grown up um he lives overseas at the moment so sometimes he tells me things can be very backwards here or has mm. been for some time while he lived in greece for many years where they're very forward thinking so, yeah, so I, I think maybe the last 10 years there's been a big change in that respect in terms of oh, yeah, everyone absolutely. accepting each other and making it quite normal. I've got many gay clients myself and a lot of them tell me how um, the same things that you've spoken about today, they just feel more comfortable here, there's more understanding, there's no awkwardness about any of it, which is really nice, yeah. um, and we can just get on with the training side of it, nothing else. So um, I think that's been a nice change of... Well, yeah, and it's helped me to come into the trainer that I am now and focusing on that particular type yeah, of clientele nice. whereas nice. the first the first few years I was like obviously very new new yep. to training so basically training anyone yeah. and everyone yep. yeah. but it wasn't until 
after I came out. It yeah. wasn't until later on that I started focusing more on training men and then on training gay men specifically. Yep, yep. And it's like, this is, these are my people. These are, yep. the, these are the people I want to work with. Yep. This is the community that I'm part of that I want to support in yep. my own way. Yep. Mm. And that's where what I want to build my business around. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Rob, that's awesome. I love it. Just to finish off with, if there is someone listening to this that, I mean, it could be anybody, but specifically um, in the gay community, what would you, and they're, they're apprehensive about training or getting involved, what, what, what kind of words would you give them? Uh, what would you say to them to encourage them to yeah, you know, take that plunge, jump into health and fitness, look after themselves? What would you say to a, a potential client that is sort of on the border? I would say definitely try and find either a coach or trainer that you can talk to and work with one-on-one. It's yep. certainly easier to work with one person than it is to try and tackle a whole room full of people yep. in, a, in an open gym. For sure. Um, but that being said, there's also a lot of very inclusive, gay-friendly and specifically gay sports and activities that you can do okay. as well. Okay. Um, if you jump onto the Team Melbourne website, yep. there are over a dozen gay sports teams that you can that you can join. Um, one of my a couple of my clients have recently joined the Melbourne Chargers, the rugby team. Okay. There's Vic Tennis, there's the Argonauts, if you like rowing, okay, there's great. so many. So if you want to get into sports or doesn't have to be gym specifically, yep. if you want to get into yep. a sports or activity, check out one of those. Yep. What was that website again? Or what was the um, group? If you Google Team Melbourne. Team Melbourne, yep. Um, they'll have a list of all the gay-friendly sports teams. Okay. Um, and they're all over Melbourne. So you can always check them out. They're all very inclusive. Great yep. bunch of people. I know I know. A great deal of people from the, Ch- the Melbourne Chargers. Yeah, great bunch of guys. Um, but yeah, I think I think the great thing about these days is you have a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of becoming aware of those. Yeah. So you can try to choose what's yeah what step is right for you. Love it. That's so good. That's really great to hear that there's a good community that people yeah. can reach out to. That's really great. Yeah. Rob, thank you so much. If people want to get in contact with you or you know speak to you about anything that we've discussed today, what's the best way for them to get in touch? What's your business name and where can you where can we direct them? Uh, my business name is Target Zone Fitness. So if you want, uh, you can message me on Facebook at uh, Target Zone Fitness AU. Yep. Or you can, uh, if you want to speak to me directly or come in and chat about your health and fitness, um, www.targetzonefitness.com.au. Have a squiz. Um, There's a a booking system there. Come in for a free chat. Perfect. Seriously, guys, if you're considering it and you've been in two minds, definitely get in touch with Rob. He's an amazing trainer. He's very compassionate he's very lovely he's uh, a wonderful human being i think you will uh, love his training and his personality very much you can also get in touch with joe uh joe, rob by uh through the alter ego website um his details will be there uh, you can always message us and we can always forward you uh your details onto him um cool, cool. that's it alex anything to say never no. nothing <laughs>
No. Just sits there quietly. It's always good to learn more about the people we work with, though. So it's it, nice it, to hear you. It really is. And, and again, yeah. it's like interesting to hear their stories yeah. and see where they've come from and what they've dealt with. I, I always find that interesting, the experiences that shape the, yeah. the people that we are today. So yep. thank you, Rob. Thank it's you. lovely spending some time with you and listening to you and your story. Guys, if you want more information, please get in touch with Rob or us. Until another week. Adios, everybody. Have a lovely week and bye. Bye.